Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. And Chris Warren is back. You're on top of my radar now. <laughs> we, we just watched episode seven of The Challenge Rider Dies. We saw the return of Strategy Nelson, Devin over-strategizing, and Darrell and Veronica go down. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, and MVPs and Losers. But first, how about some questions? Wern, can you please rate Strategy Nelly's performance this time around? Because last time it was a little sloppy. How did he do this episode? Yeah, they've, um, I'm going to say not that good um, <laughs> strategy wise, but you know what? For being Nelson, uh, I think better than his average strategy performance. He kind of kept his composure a little bit. Um, so I don't know. It's It's a minor improvement, I would say. Uh, some people were still not very happy with him for his choices, but uh, yeah, I still thought he was all right. I don't know. So what? what if, I don't know what we gave him last time. I'd give him like a five out of ten. <laughs> Welcome back, Chris. Good to have. I missed that opinion right there, man. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I I agree, man. Though, like he, you know, the funny thing about Nelson is I don't know if he saw something on TV one time where like a, it was like a professor talking, but he's like, if I talk really slow and space out my words i seem like i'm philosophical or something like he just it's just so funny watching him try to be like this like profound dude and he's just not he's saying he's like reading at a first grade level but he just like thinks he's up fucking you know in the big league um no he didn't do much better it was like it was like maybe a, if it last time was a five chris maybe the time's a 5.2 uh, i mean He's all over the place. And what a dumb dumb. He's he just he's Devin's puppet. And then he puts in Amber. Like he has this whole thing. He gets bananas and Jordan. And then he just puts in Amber. Like and direct like so, anyways, it's it is what it is, but not that much better. Danny. Well, I'll say this. Like the execution was awful. Like he kept making the same <laughs> promises to everybody. He screwed people over, but he seemed way more confident doing it this time. Like he was like, he didn't break when like talking to people. Like he was like very straightforward with them, really felt like he was doing the right thing the whole time. Yeah, I think it's Nelson and power is what, what it is. Not necessarily a Nelson strategy. It's just when Nelson has power, um, I think things get a little bit more fun, you know? And this time he seemed a little bit more confident about it. And he kind of like just accepted he was going to hurt someone right from the beginning. He's just like, well, this is just the part of the game we're in. It's somebody's going to get hurt. I got friends everywhere. I hope this woman will forgive me. <laughs> like all these things he's saying are just he's so ridiculous. Fun. I I just like love how ridiculous it is. Um but yeah, and then like when he's like talking, you know, and asking questions in the bar of of uh whatever her name is, who he ended up throwing in there, but um you know, and he's just like well, I heard that you're talking to Jordan and they want to take out Jay's team. And, and just like whenever he's talking in power, he always just, I don't know, it just comes off so funny because, you know, he doesn't totally know what he's doing. No, <laughs> when he was like grilling everybody in that brewery or bar or whatever, he didn't seem to have like an end game in mind. It no. was just to like yeah. touch base and try and seem like he was like, you know, running the show. Right hopefully justify his choices and that he was right. He truly tries to become like a caricature. Like, like when he's in that position, like this is what someone in power seems like. 
exactly. this is what I will be like. You know, and it's just so over the top and ridiculous. And you just see right through it. And you're like, oh, it's so cute. You know, like Nelson, Nelson's in power. You know, let's, let's all watch out. So speaking of strategizing, are Devin's limited time deals to make these little <laughs> partnerships genius or really stupid? Jameson. I think it's it's genius at first, like always. Like he always does he does something like this. This season he's going to town though, I would say. And usually it works out for him in his favor. And then, you know, at the end last couple of weeks, he, he fucking gets rocked like every single time because everyone's pissed off about what he did the first and I love how he's like, this season, Devin isn't messing around. I'm going off like, dude, Devin, you do this shit all the fucking time. You piss everybody off, you're pretty slimy. And you're talking to every single person. Um, and it's so obvious. I love how you, like, you're in a house with everybody at the same time. Everyone sees when you're talking to someone. Everyone knows what the fuck, like, there's no secrets. So the fact that he's like, <laughs> no, Devin, dude, like, you're, you're fucking, your game's up, man. I, I just think he, it's, it's smart to an extent, but then it always comes back and bites him. Yeah, I agree with you, Jameson. It's like, it, it was smart in the beginning of the game. And then it's kind of like, the time to do that move has expired clearly and everybody's onto it. Um, and I just think like, if you're going to play that game, I mean, I don't know if he's just trying to own it, but obviously they made a big deal of like, he didn't even come out to look at the names, you know? Um, and, and at this point, you know, I almost see, I have a hard time. I want to give this credit to Nelson and give him that nine out of 10 strategy, maybe 10 out of 10, but like, look at Devin's taking all the heat right now. And maybe Nelson, was like, yeah, if I just let Devin run this show behind me and like get caught, maybe. I don't think Nelson thought that through, but <laughs> it's what's happening and it's backfiring on on Devin really bad right now. Um, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily the smartest thing. He should have seen when uh, things are getting tight. You know, people are throwing in people they don't want to throw in. A lot of these like little alliances clearly don't mean anything, which I think is great. It means like the format's really working because like, People are burning bridges every single round at this point. Uh, and that's awesome because that's really going to give you the drama that you want. So uh, I don't know. He's going to have to come up with a different plan, especially for next week. They haven't seemed, I don't know, too close to winning. They were close today, but I don't know. He's in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I think he was doing a good job because apparently he's been doing this every week and we didn't know about it. But then he broke a golden rule of the challenge. You can't do any politicking after you're a little sauced. And he started to try and have a talk <laughs> once they got back from the bar with Amber, thought he was being quiet. And by the end of that one-on-one -on -one talk, the entire house had come out and watched it. it was like, so that's when you lose all your power. That's not going to work. It never worked. We've been watching this a long time. Nothing good happens after they get back home from a bar. Just never good. Never good. No. Talk about a fucking truth, Danny. That is so real, dude. It fucking hit me to my core. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. You can't, when you're sauced, you can't do the politicking, you know, especially like out and about with everybody and then get into a screaming match. If you want to be the, you know, the sneaky snake, then you you got to be slithering, man. You got to be slithering. You can't be, you know, yapping. You got to you gotta, gotta go in and out of the bushes. But he fucking was screaming out like it was awful. Now he's, now he's screwed. It's out in the open for everybody to see. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, when you come back, I mean, the only thing you should be doing is getting your pizza, 
or getting your <laughs> snacks and going to sleep. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's maybe it. getting a little smooch or two. Maybe a maybe. smooch. Hey, like maybe a smooch. smooch. A little good night smooch. Yeah, we've. Uh, I feel like we've gone two weeks in a row with not, not any smooches. Where are the, where are the smooches at? We're in a smooch drought. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. It is a weird thing to run TV commercials for. It's, I'll, I'll give yeah. you that. I mean, it's so random. I mean, like, look, I, I can understand you make a book of how to win the challenge, but like, man, I don't know if anything that's happening on the challenge really like relates over into life. I mean, other than <laughs> uh, other than the thing you just said, Danny, of like when you come back on the sauce, like you just yeah, you don't start drama. I mean, there's little lessons like that, but like, I don't know. That doesn't necessarily help you win at life. That just helps you win at night one time. <laughs> oh man, dude, I'm I'm totally sending it home. Like, think about the target demographic that's watching ridiculousness. They're not fucking reading a book. Like, <laughs> like unreal. Like, I just love thinking about. Wouldn't it be awesome though, if there's an audio version? I would maybe listen to the audio version on a on a road trip. Like, if, it's, also, like if it's TJ, like reading, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. TJ reading the book. Like, oh, and then we were in Brazil, and not, you know, like I just that would be silly. But I just don't see people reading this fucking book. Like, it's ridiculous. I can't believe they're gonna like they're trying to sell this thing. Because I don't know, Danny. Other than you. I don't know who's fucking calling the one eight hundred fucking challenge now and ordering this fucking thing and putting it on their mantle. I'm like, well, interesting, interesting. You know, like, oh, they uh, they they have maids that clean up clean up after them. I never knew that. I never knew that. Maybe I'll read it and provide you guys with a little book report on here. You know, that sounds great. Order it. Notes. Order it with our advertising money. You know, <laughs> with with our budget. Um. So obviously. Great, great season so far. But, you know, we always nitpick. So mine would be the challenges where you go do a thing, you collect a puzzle piece, and then you put the <laughs> puzzle together. It seems like nothing but that this season. Killed it. Are you happy with those? Or send it home. You could use some variety here. I, I could. I, dude, I could kill. So send it home, man. I could, I need some variety. Like, it. It's just kind of boring a little bit, you know, like I want some intensity. I want some like a little bit more physicality. It's a lot of um, agility right now. It's like running, it's climbing, it's, you know, that, and then you go put a puzzle together. Like, it, like especially this episode this week, like I get it, Veronica and Nisa, like some people are like, whatever, but people are just walking around, just like fucking not giving a shit. Like it was just kind of like, okay, well then I'm not going to give a shit. Watch do the fucking daily. Um, like it kind of just feels. Oh, I'll get to this with a juicy deed. I actually have a deed about this, but it feels like people are just kind of not really trying that hard when the, in these challenges that they don't like a puzzle. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm going to agree with you here. I'm going to send it home. I. It hasn't bothered me that much yet, but like it's getting there to where yeah, it's just puzzle puzzle, and I think it's just because it's the great equalizer of like teams of two all the time, you know, and and whatever that is. Um, I think what would be really interesting if there's anybody who's listening, I mean, first of all, if anybody listens, if you're out there, <laughs> uh, if you do exist, um, you know, I've watched Survivor a little bit on and off. They have interesting, what you would say, like call a daily challenge. They have some interesting daily challenges that are like a little bit of puzzle, definitely like a lot of skill kind of things of like balance or whatever it is. I think they do a really good job with these kinds of things and uh, usually their team kind of situations, but um, would really like the people who make the challenge to like, just watch a couple episodes. I mean, it's the Paramount network now, so you got a little cross, you know, cross uh, whatever contamination. Contamination. Yeah, <laughs> contamination. Let's stick with that. Uh, yeah. 
and I think they could just improve things a little bit. So yeah, I'm going to send it home. I think there's, I, while I do think there's been some improvement in some of the things this year, I think they could do better. I'm going to send it home as well. I think it's been the only uh, downside of this season, and it's just especially bad during the daily challenges. I can't really remember one that I was on the edge of my seat for, like maybe the one where they had to row a canoe as well as swim. Like, I don't know, that had some action to it, but it, it yes, it feels like very repetitive. And Jameson, to your point, people are just sort of like not really trying very hard. So if you can't get excited for a daily challenge and you're on the show, then there's probably something wrong with the daily challenge itself. Bingo, bango, bungo. What is it so hard to ask someone to just stand on a fucking pole for 17 hours? Like that's all, you know? <laughs> Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy Deeds. Yo, I hope your turkey was extra juicy. Because we about to get juicy up in here. We got, uh, we don't have no dry deets. We don't got no dry deets up in here, so we got juicy deets. Um, all right, so Chris, you weren't here last week, but I'm sure you watched the episode. You definitely were making sure you to, you know, keep up to date, you know, in Costa Rica. Horatio said he had a girl back home. Uh, and I have confirmation that he was lying. Um, dude, Daddy, we were talking about it. He did not have made a girl back home. He just he made it up. He just basically Man. in an Instagram live talked about how he just kind of wanted some space. He didn't want to get into anything serious. And he's got lots of girls, not just one. Um, so Jameson, you called that, you I recognized know. it because it seemed like a real fifth grade boy move. <laughs> like, well, I have this girl at summer camp. I can't, I can't possibly uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> can't that was happen. Incredible. I just listened to that. I just listened to it on the way to my parents for the for the holiday. And I'm so proud of you guys. I'm really <laughs> proud. Wow. We did good. We did we did good. Great. You did great. That was amazing. <laughs> um kind of next one, uh Turbo during doing porno question mark. Uh <laughs> Turbo was on a trip, a retreat called the summer retreat with Polly, Kara, and Brittany with an eye. Um, where he takes some very, very scandalous photos. I don't know if you guys saw this on his Instagram this week. He is uh, he's teetering on Dan Bilzerian vibes a little bit. I don't know what's going on. You know, he's trying to get into that world, but um, it was graphic. Yeah, I scrolled to that, and Turbo, if he keeps that shit up, I might have to mute him or something because, like, you can't pull that out out in public, and I, no. I don't need butts all over my feed, you know? No, no, definitely no, I, not. I, you know, for whatever reason, the last, I think while I was on vacation, every time I opened my phone and opened Instagram, Turbo was on the top of the, the freaking thing <laughs> with some post, him grabbing some girl's butt cheeks or whatever it was. I was like, what is going on here? Like, what did you read? Did you read the captions that were in Turkish? Like the one I was like, I, I just got to know what's happening. And it was like, it was like, uh, don't hate on me for this life that I've chosen. I've chosen this way and I will never like, it was like, and I do not care what the other people say. And then, but then I thought it was kind of funny because there's like a bunch of comments. And then he was like, re like replying with like fire signs to people's comments. So I was like, so you do care about what people say, I guess. Like, <laughs> are you putting this on social? I don't know. This he had another caption that was like, 
men, I don't know if it translated totally, but it was like, men in power have all the power. I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he wrote the book. Maybe this is all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, then I would buy it. Then I would buy it. 100%. <laughs> um, a few more. Uh, Veronica is boycotting the season. She's just not, she said she hasn't watched a single episode. She doesn't want to watch it. I think she's done. Cooked. I mean, she gave zero, like (laughs) literally zero effort this episode. So that's about right. Uh, Tony wants to get back. He tweeted this week, uh, I want to get back in on the action. I miss it. I'm craving it. I guess, you know, hey, you know, speaking of smooches and fights, I wouldn't mind Tony coming back on. Not at all. Not one bit. Okay. This is the deed that I was very interested to tell you. So I think we all can agree. We kind of love this format of like voting in you know, four teams and stuff. But Johnny Bananas had an interesting take on it. He said a lot of teams would play not to win in the daily because then you have four targets on your back every time you win, Um, which is, I don't know, guys, pretty compelling. I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. I guess it doesn't matter too much. But then, like, these dailies are just going to be fucking lame. That would make sense as to why we have seen almost no vets in that position. Like they do yeah. seem to be dogging it a little bit, but I don't know. Like I could turn it around and say, well, now you have four chances to not be safe. You could be going home. So that's the only way that you're, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I fully buy that. I don't know if I buy it from like a vet, especially like as a vet, like you, who cares a shit if you have targets Like you know, the game you've been in this fucking thing a bunch of times, you got to vote people in. It is what it is. Why don't you just vote in a bunch of rookies? It feels really weird this season. And Danny, you and I talked about it like two weeks ago. It's like the vets are in this weird, like, kind of position this season. It doesn't feel like they have any power. It feels like they're scatterbrained. It feels like they're all over the place. I don't know what's what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it feels like they're not adapting. Like, I think something Casey said during the episode was interesting where she said, you know, there's going to be like little cores of alliances, you know? And I could see something like that happening where, you know, that you only really have an alliance with one or maybe two teams and like you never throw that other team or other two teams in Um, because let's face it, at some point you're either going to have to go against your friend or you're going to have to pick a friend. And like, I think that's the problem with the vets right now is they're just kind of like, there's a lot of them. They're all friends, quote unquote, right? So they don't want to like screw each other over, but there's no other easy answer. You can't not be in a position where you're throwing somebody in that is your friend and i they're just not adapting quick enough where like it almost is better to be a rookie where you don't know anyone or you know a team that doesn't know anyone you know in the sense that like well they don't care if they're burning bridges because they never had bridges you know to begin with yeah it's just kind of a little bit more advantageous i guess uh for some of those newer teams agreed end of podcast (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that includes chapter one of how to win at the challenge and life and life makes it that's what makes yeah, it oh, totally, totally. Oh, yeah <laughs> mvp of the episode chris Wern. who do you have uh you know what i wanted to give it to nelson but i'm gonna give it to his partner narice i think she had a great episode today um 
you know, obviously she proved her worth. She was keeping up with Nelson during the daily. Uh, she showed that she's pretty smart. I think Nelson said Norris came in with the brains and indeed she did. Um, another great thing is she is part of, uh, you know, with Nelson and we all love Nelson. I think like we talked about earlier, I think Devin is really the one who's going to get a lot of the heat for all these choices. So as far as I'm concerned, Nerys and Nelson seem pretty clean on, uh, you know, their way through for the next week. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like she had a great show. Interesting 2000 style with the butterfly clips in her hair. Um, yeah, just an excellent ride or die for, for Nelson or also Scuba Nelly or Spider Nelly T. <laughs> uh, she really came into her own in this episode and... I was waiting to see what would happen with some of these rider dies that we'd never seen before, but are partnered with a vet. Cause it seemed like turbos and fessies may have been instructed not to speak under any circumstance. <laughs> they might as well not be on the show. So it was nice to see her like, not only like show some personality, but like she seems to have a handle on the strategy now and is maybe calling the shots more than Nelson. Yeah. Dude, Chris, I got the same one, man. I just think that she makes Nelson actually a team to beat. Like th those two together might actually, you know, have a good chance of of taking it all the way. Like who knows? But you know, if Nelson doesn't screw it up, um, and I, guys, I'm sorry, Tori, but I have a new crush. I think she's my new crush too, man. It's like a, it's a double layer, double layer thing here. Um, I just think that she's competitive. She's you know keep, keep staying under the radar. She's kind of controlling Nelson, not controlling Nelson, but keeping him kind of tame. Uh, I don't know. She she had a great episode. I agree. I'll, I'll just that's all you said it all, Chris. Yeah, I was going to give it to both Nelson and Norris. Um, I mean, is this crazy to say? But I think she might give Nelson like an actual shot at winning a final. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying. She For the first time in his life. Yeah. Everything that Nelson is deficient in, she seems to make up for in spades. Like she is completely, and she keeps up with them. Like clearly she keeps up with them. Compliments each other. What a relationship. That's a true good relationship, guys. Amen, brother. <laughs> That's what they call a ride or die. <laughs> now we need to give out a loser. Jameson, who do you got? I'm I'm giving it. I'm giving it to Devin. I mean, maybe that's you know, it's kind of served up on a platter, but he just, I, I enjoy Devin. I think you know, some a lot of times that uh, you know he's pretty entertaining, but this episode it was just too much. He came on too strong, you know. It was like he's trying too hard, like going from person to person, you know, like it just he does it doesn't out in the open, he does it in the private. It's just so obvious, and uh, I don't, I kind of don't like that he's just slimy against all the vet too, like. It's like we've been we've been riding or dying with all these vets for seasons after seasons, and it's like you're just being you're just fucking throwing everybody under the bus. You don't even have like a you don't give a shit. You would take out the rookies, you take out the vets. You have no, you just don't even give a shit. You know, it's like does friendship mean nothing to you in this season of giving? Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm giving it to Devin. It just kind of was douche vibes all episode. Yeah, I'm gonna. I also have Devin. Um... For everything you're saying there, Jameson, I totally agree. I think, you know, I've thought about it a little bit. And um, the thing is for him is like, it seems like he he's kind of undergoing this character arc of the last couple seasons where last season he wasn't as like fun either. 
Uh, and this season, he seems to care a whole lot, you know, and like the reality is like when you're someone who just doesn't really care so much, you're a lot more fun than when you're someone who cares. And now he's kind of becoming some like evil mastermind kind of guy who's like trying to like, you know, he's talking down to Michelle and he's, he's like, oh, now that's a trigger for me, you know, and it's just like, dude, this just <laughs> this is like too much. Like, who do you think you are even, you know, you haven't even done anything in this game other than make a bunch of little alliances um so yeah i don't know and then he had that whole countdown from five come on <laughs> gonna count down just count down three. three and does come anything on. ever like that fun come after you count down i don't know i don't know how many countdowns are like lead to something amazing but whatever i don't know yeah Devin, also my loser. <laughs> Um, mine would be Veronica. Uh, you can't come on this show and have a rule that you're not going to run. That just it, it can't. <laughs> can't work that way. TJ doesn't like Lisa say the same thing too. Basically, yeah. I mean, come on. This is a this is a physical, this is the fifth major sport here. Okay. You guys are professional athletes, and you can't be on this show and not run. TJ doesn't like quitters. This was the quiet quitting of quitting, just walking around. What's the even point of fucking going on? You're not going to win a million dollars. Now you're just obviously coming on for the paycheck and, you know, to be on TV. Like, you're not going to run? Okay, well, bye. Like, how do you, like, what's the fucking point? That, that MTV should start to suss that out with some of the vets because, you know, we love seeing the vets come back. It's a lot of fun, you know, but they got to at least do a little interview where it's like, kind of workout routine you've been doing lately with uh <laughs> working on any puzzles you strategizing you, have you called working on any puzzles yeah. <laughs> have you have you tried to make an alliance with anybody like and if the answer is like nah i haven't seen the show in 10 years i'm just gonna come on and uh you know walk around then then you shouldn't get the invite they need to um they need to have like a challenge combine before every season where all the yeah, challengers respective challengers go in they gotta like do certain things within certain times proves that they're uh, worthy of still being there. Right. Dude, yeah. so many vets would be like fucking cooked. Like we would like nobody would be on. It would be all rookies. Let me ask you this, Veronica. Do you own a pair of running shoes these days? No, you don't. <laughs> okay, then you're, you're not going to come on this season. I was just banking on the free uh, Under Armour shoes that they're going to give me. <laughs> yeah. Are there going to be a lot of walking challenges? I'm a big speed walker. Yeah. You guys still do the melt the ice cube with your butt, right? Until <laughs> 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 next week, that's it from the tribunal. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup. You guys killed it. Hope you all had a very happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, gobble gobble. Cowabunga. <laughs>